0: How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yes. Go. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one.
1: Welcome to How to Lose a Guy in 10 Episodes. The podcast all about How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the 2003 rom-com classic. I am Josh and joining me is Aaron and Brian. Hello Aaron, hello Brian. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh it's going well. Um so this is the first episode in a uh I guess it's sort of a little mini uh podcast um where we're going to cover uh extensively the film how to lose a guy in 10 (laughs) days i guess we'll just kind of go through what this is this is episode one and we're going to be talking about uh the first 11 minutes and 33 seconds and subsequently every episode that follows will cover uh an 11 minute 33 second or so chunk of the movie so i guess we should just get into it and, and start things off. We have the benefit, I think of being the first people to do this. So (laughs) when (laughs) things inevitably get repeated along the way, we'll be able to say we got there first. Uh, So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's go through this. Um, We open uh, with the, the film setting up our, our two main characters. Uh, Kate Hudson plays Andy, um she is a writer at a uh, magazine called composure it seems to be sort of like a cosmopolitan or glamour <laughs> magazine uh, aimed at uh aimed at women uh got a lot of really uh, uh punny uh titles uh for some of their articles um, we're also introduced to um our character our main uh male lead played by uh matthew mcconaughey named ben um he gets a very uh important introduction on a motorcycle (laughs) the smartest man we're we're also (laughs) introduced <laughs> we're also introduced yep. to a couple of other uh, secondary characters um michelle and Jeannie, who work with andy and tony and thayer who work with uh ben um i i have seen this movie i don't remember if they end up being like best man or uh maids of honor at the eventual right. wedding probably i can't remember anything about this movie um we also get uh michelle's uh, oh no sorry is it michelle Jeannie, and andy's boss uh lena and uh yeah so it's sort of right now we're just setting the the, the stage we're putting all of our characters out there so we can uh figure out uh, who they are oh we also get uh two women named judy uh <laughs> judy green and judy spears <laughs> who work with Ben at an advertising agency. So those are our characters. And uh, yeah, we should just kind of get into the minutes and just start discussing it because there's some there's some uh, wacky stuff that happens in these first uh, 11 or so minutes.
2: I mean, It's really kind of a tone piece right. so far, just getting the flavor for these characters. Uh, I really enjoy the <laughs> magazine covers because in 2003, Feng Shui was so funny.
0: Well, it also, that little montage gave us, you know, that... Classic chick flick thing where Kate Hudson (laughs) fell over her sofa because, you know, she's so clumsy and quirky. Relatable. She's
2: she's relatable. She does pratfalls like most attractive women and men. It can't be
1: perfect. She is very relatable in that she is like Michael Keaton in Batman, just hanging upside down for no reason.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that opening was very... um, very hallmark movie opening like it just like the the whole you know the flash of the different magazine covers and like the <laughs> kicky music it just felt felt very be very you know i was like what are you doing movie come on
2: i don't know from this start if either of these characters have a semi charmed life because do do, do 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 didn't play over either of their intros and I would have wished for that in 2003 I did
1: like the uh, I did like the the couple of titles that that do flash up pretty early on uh, one Fashion Police You're Under Arrest uh, which is great and and the very uh, cheeky pun intended uh, Your Big Booty Can Be a Big Asset There's <laughs> also uh, I want my virginity back Oh, no. right. that's right. I did Which see that I one. think
2: might have been a I lost thing
0: my virginity back. and I want it back.
2: And I want it yeah. back. <laughs> In 10 steps or 10 days or 10 dates. <laughs> um.
1: All of her articles are about her life events. It's just her getting mm-hmm. into random uh, things and then writing articles about it, which is oh, she would be a blogger if made today, right? <laughs> That's yeah. Or a well, vlogger. Well, she's like
0: she's like AJ Jacobs. That uh, oh, you're totally right. That journalist turned turned you know novelist, well novelist, but yeah, he writes about that. Yeah, sense. he basically. I read one of his books. I, he's he's pretty good. I shouldn't no 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 cheat no, no, no. on him. But I yeah. read
1: uh, I did read I believe it was the Year of Living Biblically. Um,
0: oh, that's, yeah.
1: Which they tried to turn into a TV show, and I think it got canceled after, like, two episodes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're exactly right, though. That's exactly what, what she is. And I don't remember the end of the movie, like, whether she turns this into a book or something, or maybe mm-hmm. it becomes a movie. It gets really meta at the end, maybe. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> they go to they go to a theater at the end to see the movie yes. version of their life. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's she's uh, doing these articles, but obviously her heart is not in it. She is more interested in writing serious news pieces uh, <laughs> uh, about bringing peace to the people of Tajikistan. That is the current article that she's working on. Um, and she's writing this out, and there's someone reading it. And before they show that it's her friend reading it, I thought she was reading it out loud and saying to herself what a good job she had done.
0: <laughs> Sometimes yeah, you, she's you gotta, a serious journalist.
2: you gotta really, uh, you know, praise yourself because no one else is gonna do it for you. <laughs> That's
0: right. That's right. Self-advocate. <laughs> the best part of that is like, so we see, we see the headline is called "How to Bring Peace to Tajikistan" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And then she's she's reading out loud, right, to her friend, and the last line is something like. And that's how you bring peace <laughs> to Tajikistan. So, like, we can, we can surmise by that that the this little article, and I mean, it's an article in a in a magazine, so it can't be super long. sums up, you know, like that's that's their that's their policy, that's their strategic plan. They're ready to go. It's so like... we can
2: assume by this that because it's never getting published because Composure won't have anything to do with it right now. Chicago may never get peace. This is a tragedy. <laughs> right.
1: They're trapped. They're trapped in civil war for like another decade because this article is never going to see the light of day. But it also that ending line makes it sound like a fourth grade book report, like she yes. just summing right. it up with that one sentence. She's told you everything, and now she's got to go back and just let you know exactly what you just heard. <laughs>
0: well, it probably started out with the Oxford Dictionary defines peace <laughs> as <laughs> <laughs> blah blah blah.
2: She should, should and, end her you know, her major her major uh, story with, and that's why Super Fudge is a story that lasts throughout <laughs> the ages.
0: That's the yeah. So, yeah, basically, this movie is just setting us up to believe that B.B. Earth is a war criminal <laughs> because she's not allowing this article to get published.
1: Is that how all of her other articles, like, wrap up? Like, and that's how you do feng shui. <laughs> and that's how you get out of a ticket. And that's how you work out. Like, I mean, is that every yeah. that's her sort of format that she has to follow that's Her byline? um
2: uh, this this is a terrible tragedy but you know what's great though the nba finals are starting
0: (laughs) no oh okay i I was so now we get more of a personality that way yeah i was uh
1: i was a little confused and maybe i missed it who who was it that gives her the tickets some guy she's been flirting with
0: right some guy she's been flirting with at a assuming Sports Illustrated. or uh, okay, got it. A, a very similar-sounding magazine.
1: Got it. Yeah. Uh, but
0: he's not giving her... I mean, I'm assuming... I don't know. That was a hard transaction. I, yeah, because was she he was... giving her two tickets to, like, go with him? But then she's like, to her friend, do you want to go with me?
2: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure that out either. It's no, like, oh, he, that's that's her, her being asked on a date. But then she's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm taking her. Great. Yeah. She should do that. But... <laughs>
1: Oh, I, it just, I looked it up. He, it seemed he, weird for this uh, movie. I looked it up. He works at Sports Drawings Magazine.
2: <laughs> I hate you, Josh.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so she does want to take her friend. I didn't write down all of their dialogue. I just said they have a witty repartee. Um, and that's.
0: Oh, I wrote down, um, boy, they sure have a sense of humor, huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What a fun workplace. What a fun, yep. fun pastel-colored workplace that we can contrast with a different workplace later on color scheme-wise. Yeah.
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so this is also when they find out that they have a staff meeting in uh, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> which is good to know. Like, gives them plenty of time <laughs> to get things done that they have to get done. Um,
0: if I had a coworker who stopped by and was like, hey, don't forget we have a meeting in 30 minutes, I would be like... Get out of here. <laughs> tell, Why are you like, reminding me of my schedule? What do you... Like, you need to do some work. Tell, like, what?
1: Yeah, remind me of that in 25 minutes. Uh,
0: <laughs> right.
2: I had Outlook in, in, in 2003 for job meetings. It, there's a way to do it. Right. Besides yelling across the room. Um,
1: but they find out that they have the staff meeting and they uh, rather cryptically say, have you seen her yet? and the other person says no, and they realize, oh, okay, someone is not here, and they have to uh, get that person back in time for the meeting. she throws a bunch of was that like makeup samples in a bag I yeah, yeah it's so, probably
0: samples that vendors oh send yes
1: to the okay magazine. that makes sense so yeah. they
0: I'm a woman so I have inside information on this <laughs> okay thank goodness it will help her
2: it will, thank God this helps her re- regain her composure
1: later Well no I was going to say thank right. goodness that Aaron is here otherwise we would be very lost right now
0: you guys there would be such a big mystery um, <laughs> what we, was we in don't the know bag? who
1: are women how are they um,
2: <laughs> Well I, I think that's to be the plot of this movie by the way so it's, it's cool.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is very true. Uh, but this is when we finally get the the introduction of Matthew McConaughey playing Ben. Um, we get uh, George Thorogood's <laughs> "Who Do You Love?" Uh, gracing the soundtrack to let us know that a man is about to roll into frame, uh, literally yeah. because he's on a motorcycle. Um, traffic in yeah, New York is backed yeah. up, and <laughs> only
2: one man is. <laughs> <laughs> is smart enough, handsome enough, clever enough, and cool enough to drive through the cars, decked all in black, head to toe, and get th- to work. He yeah. takes... It's a lot harder for everyone else to get to work than two characters will
1: have much later. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so... Uh... Aaron, have you been to New York City before? I have been. Okay, yeah. uh, Brian, have you been to New York City before? Where is New York City? No, I have not. Okay, but I mean it's a it's a very crowded place. Um, yeah, but it yeah. But it seems <laughs> weird. Like he is seemingly he lives in the city. He's he's at this big, high-paying advertising job. He seems from the little bit that we get uh, to be good at what he does. Um, Why is he not? He's a he's a he's got a New York accent. He loves the <laughs> knickerbockers. Why is he not taking the subway?
0: Well, because he wants to show everyone. I mean, everyone else has cars, but this guy, this guy, yeah, he knows how to play the game. Hey, <laughs> like if, he's on
2: the, if he's on the he subway, he'd have to flirt that.
1: with way too many people.
0: Oh my gosh, he would never get to work on time. <laughs> that
1: is okay. Good point. It's it's not. For any uh, masculine reason. It's, it's for the safety of New York City. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he rolls through the traffic on his motorcycle with no issue. Uh, he is able to pull up right in front of his building, which is a, a – yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense Baffling. to me. Um, and he uh, he gets there, and as soon as he's there, we, we meet one of the Judy's – Uh, Because she walks up, uh, I think this is Judy Spears, and says hello to him, and another Judy comes out. I believe this is Judy Green. Uh, They have a very flirty conversation, because good lord, Ben cannot flirt with every woman he meets. Even people he works (laughs) with, which seems incredibly unprofessional, and, uh, like, get it together.
0: (laughs) I mean, not in the sexy world of advertising. Oh, very true.
1: This is... Yeah, that is... I mean,
2: he's, he's, a, he's a flirt in the streets. <laughs> he's a flirt in the sheets. And in the office. <laughs> and and the... probably in Subway, too, if he took it.
0: But he does well, Now, these Judys, we should mention, are played by two legit supermodels.
1: Oh, are they? I didn't realize that.
0: Yes. I can't remember Judy Spears, um, what that actress's name is, but I definitely know Shalom Harlow. She's the second Judy that walks out because she was a guest host of House of Style in the 90s oh. when I was in middle school and very into that show.
1: Okay, well that so, that yeah. makes sense then. Because um, <laughs> uh, he refers to them later as hips and lips, which seems uh, not great <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like not not a, yeah, not a good no worries, uh, not a good thing <laughs> to, to use against your co-workers there. Um <laughs> They 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 are off to a meeting at Composure Magazine. Uh, he's kind of dismissive about working with a women's magazine. Um, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, it's the fastest growing women's magazine around. We have a lot of uh, clients who ad- <laughs> give that about four <laughs> years until the internet, yeah, <laughs> kills true. it. Dead. It kills every magazine dead." Um, mm-hmm. it, it, they say, "Hey, a lot of our clients advertise in this magazine, so you know maybe we should be in business with them, and and so on and so forth." Totally makes sense from a business standpoint. Um, and they head off. He goes upstairs. Uh, and we cut away from this to see exactly, uh, who Kate Hudson was talking about. Turns out she's talking about her friend, uh, Michelle, uh, played by Catherine Hahn, uh, who is having a really bad time because she recently broke up with a guy after being with him about a week or so, mm-hmm. I think is what we learn. And apparently they just had a, she just had a really rough go of it. So she's kind of mopey. Um, I don't know how much time they have <laughs> before this meeting, uh, but she is, is expecting <laughs> to get her ready and back to the office in, let's say 20 minutes. Let's just say well, when 20 when she minutes. gets
0: to the door, she says 15 oh, minutes. Oh, that's right. That, that We've is right. We've got 15 minutes. <laughs> we have a ticking um, clock. But
2: that means she took 15 minutes to get there. How did, she wasn't even, she changed her clothes. How did they get on time? <laughs> Does she live above the, like, <laughs> The office.
0: It's a company building. Uh, where did That's they? A great question. Where do you
2: walk to in New York that you live to
0: your work? Well, they probably have that a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, you're right. And <laughs> they got to it that way. I will say though that this scene of the 11 minutes and 33 seconds that I watched um, is my favorite scene because Kate Hudson's character is being a really great friend. In that, like, if I was like really upset about a guy and didn't want to go to work it would be really nice to have a friend like physically come over, give me like cool fashion samples from our job, you know, and just like from from our mutual job and then like have another friend meet me with coffee. Like, I don't know. That's, that's pretty sweet. So that is good. She's a good friend. They do not want her to lose her job
1: because their boss is a crazy person. And, and they are like, look, we got to have her here because if we don't, uh, she might lose her. She might lose her job, and that's no good. That's gonna make her feel worse. So let's do what we can right. to make her feel a little bit better to come in, and I like that's that's super cool. You're right.
2: Yeah, it's it's a nice contrast right. to the meeting where everyone just fucking shits on her personality in life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like Jesus. where she's just yep. t-
2: basically walk a mud hole in her emotions and thoughts and <laughs> actions and personality. <laughs> but other than that. Super cool. We get the yeah. plot of the movie out of it. That's great. Uh, exactly
1: right. So we, we cut away from this uh, during the, the moment where she's trying to convince her and, and seems like she's succeeding. Uh, we cut back to uh, Matthew McConaughey's office, this uh, this dark uh, dark wood brick man cave. Um, that he comes in where he's got a what do they have like a foosball table in this office that he shares with Adam Goldberg's character mm-hmm. Tony. Um it's it looks like it looks like a TGI Fridays in this office. <laughs> it
2: does. You know if it very much if does. If anyone the, the if Bowtie guy had walked up with some like fried mozzarella, that's super cool. I'm sure Matt McConaughey would have ate it.
1: <laughs> so he goes in um and He, the other guy, uh, Thayer, played by uh, Thomas Lennon. um, That's a name. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, Uh, Tony and Thayer, (laughs) which is all right. They they have they love like connecting the names. We've got two Judys. We've got Tony and Thayer. Like I I don't Mm -hmm. know what the writer was doing here, but you know, um. So he comes in and they start talking about this new ad campaign, uh, and. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's character Ben is is super into trying to get it but he finds out that that campaign has actually been given to the two Judys and that Mm -hmm. was what they were apparently talking about I guess going to composure or they're working on something else I'm not quite sure if it's the same uh campaign or if it's something different because he's talking about diamonds and I just I got a little lost there (laughs)
0: <laughs> well he became you know the Matthew McConaughey that we know and love which is the shirtless philosopher that is true so, I got
2: lost
1: in those we, in those we've lo- uh, chest have, muscles
2: we have lost okay. as a society that Matthew McConaughey <laughs> like he, he's gone. <laughs> We got, to, we got yeah. a minute of him back here for a second. Yeah,
1: yeah so he's standing yeah. there and he's talking to them about this campaign and they tell him, oh, the Judies have it. And he's really upset because he's like, that should be mine. For some reason, he feels entitled. But again, he is a white dude. So uh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, he is uh, he starts. He changes his shirt um, because he can't go into a meeting in jeans and a T-shirt. He's going to go into a meeting in jeans and a, and a dress shirt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, why are you? Wearing jeans. I like that
2: his his boys have his his boys have his back. he got they got different kinds of shirts to toss
1: at him <laughs> depending on his needs. Yeah. Um and he takes his shirt off and we cut to three random women standing in the hallway outside of his office looking through his window, uh just staring at him pretty blatantly.
0: Like well, he's a Pepsi guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, he's a Pepsi guy. I mean the Pepsi guy walked into your work. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it. Is what it is. Um, I mean, I don't
0: blame them
1: like I'm not I'm not casting aspersions on them. They're totally within their rights to stare at a shirtless Matthew McConaughey who wouldn't do that. Um, but it is just very it seems gratuitous and it seems unprofessional.
2: <laughs> it seems uh, like this and uh, Andy arguing with the police officer about tickets are two things that in 2018 just kind of feel wrong like oh you look at you fighting arguing with a cop and trying to get away with it that no that does that that (laughs) aged real poor and this his muscles have not aged today but (laughs) the situation around it
1: well i think this is kind of on i think this might be sort of on the tail end of the matthew mcconaughey romantic comedy phase because he went away for a little while and then he came back and he was more about more dramatic acting and actually picking roles that challenged him as an actor. And, and I think this is sort of on kind of on the closer to the end point of that before he started. Yeah. This one,
0: this one and failure to launch, I think came out um around the same time and he was also in that one yes
1: yes Uh, yeah Yeah. i think that was um i think that was in maybe
0: sarah jessica parker
1: oh i'm wrong because he did girls of uh, ghosts of girlfriends past in 2009 which i think maybe that was the one that uh that started i think that was the last one because this was 2003 the same year that tiptoes came out um And if you don't know what Tiptoes is, (laughs) look that up because, wow. Uh, And then Failure to Launch was 2006. um, Mm -hmm. And then Ghosts of Girlfriends Past was 2009. And then he he didn't do any movies in 2010. And then he comes back in 2011 with The Lincoln Lawyer, Bernie, and Killer Mm. Joe. All movies Mm. that played more to his acting strength. Uh, and then he had Mud and and Magic Mike and Dallas Buyers Club and all these things yeah. after that. So it was like, I guess this was kind of in the middle of the of the Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy phase. Um, sure.
2: Before it so, it yeah. became very serious about luxury cars and just <laughs> driving around with Ooh, yes. no
1: emotion on his face. <laughs> and spouting poetry in the rain while he talked about a lincoln man that
2: guy is
1: very serious about cars that you and i can't afford like oh, oh he's serious he's serious about uh bourbon too he has some great uh, commercials for a, a bourbon i think it's for i don't it's not jack daniels it's something else But it's it's some bourbon that he is.
0: Is it like Wood Reserve or whatever? uh,
1: I think so. Yes, I think it's something like that. And he's he's very serious about it too. Like there's this whole long commercial about it's like it's like a little short film about this (laughs) about this (laughs) distillery and how much he loves it and (laughs) how great it is that these people are making whiskey. Just
0: (laughs) a quick tangent because you said like a short film. Um, I was watching hulu and um the guy that plays Jon snow on uh game of thrones is like um you know hawking some dolce and gabbana perfume or something and like it told me you know via my xbox controller i could click a button and then i could watch the whole the short film that this commercial came awesome. from. No one, no one did like, that. Who in the world is doing this? It's like the people like... So I don't know if this is like a weird trend that's happening. I remember
2: like the Super Bowl commercials for a while and Oscar commercials were like, go to the website to watch the rest. And no, fucking thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but out right. if
0: Doritos kid
2: he survived <laughs> eating these Doritos. Nah, nah I'm cool. Oh. I'm
0: good.
1: For, for I'm good. For clarification, it's uh he's promoting Wild Turkey Bourbon.
0: Oh, Wild Turkey.
1: What? <laughs> yeah.
0: Wild Turkey is not classic. It is now. <laughs> what
1: yeah there's like a there's like a 10 minute short film about uh wild turkey and how it's made and he's just walking around the distillery talking to the family that's involved and yeah
0: wild turkey is what your grandpa for sure has in his cupboard and that's the only alcohol that you have before you're 21 (laughs) because it's like the only one he won't notice because he hasn't drunk it since 1970 they're trying
1: to class it up with matthew mcconaughey (laughs) man
0: if
2: you you have one kind of Food or animal or bird, or anything in the name of your product that you consume, and it doesn't taste like that. I'm upset. It should taste <laughs>
1: like turkey, wild turkey. Now with bits wild of real turkey. turkey. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we, <laughs> that is something else. We uh, aged this. We aged this bourbon inside a turkey. turkey.
2: <laughs> so I like that we know <laughs> that Ben is real. Just. Dist- cool because he calls the new york knicks the knickerbockers they better end up in an nba game at some point in this movie i can't remember because i'm old and i may have seen this and i may have not i didn't see any movies from like two, 1999 through 2006 when i finally got a, a dvd player and a netflix in the mail because i had no money for about <laughs> six years when i moved to america <laughs> so i think this they, is my this I is don't... my pop culture dead zone
1: (laughs) i don't remember if they go to a game but i do know that him trying to watch a game uh does play a part in one of the 10 days that she's trying to i think it's because she is trying to uh, like he's trying to have a hangout with all of his friends and they're watching the game at his place and she wants to be there to like uh, make a bunch of snacks and stuff, and she's constantly well, interrupting. they have like a
0: poker game. Oh, that's what it that's is. What I think that's a poker game. But I think they do go to an NBA game. Okay.
1: So I cannot, I I cannot it, remember. Yes. I've seen it. I think I've seen it once. I might have seen it twice, but I know I definitely saw it one time in the theater. Uh, I went with my high school girlfriend because she really wanted to see it. I remember enjoying it for the most part, but I don't really remember anything about it. How many days after you watched it until she dumped you? Uh, i think like a hundred
2: i'll do a podcast about that later uh you guys know what's really funny is uh when you when you cry after sex that's real funny and everyone should talk about it at work loudly where everyone can hear it
0: well it's certainly something that people should make fun of you oh they should just like just
2: walk you through the mud on it
0: like your closest friends.
1: Yeah. So yeah. this is uh, this is in reference to they finally get. This is to um, reference to my
0: life. <laughs>
1: but let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, they they finally get Michelle um, to come to work. They they take a cab there, which also seems like an incredibly bad idea. That if you have. <laughs> roughly 10 minutes to get back to your office <laughs> is the cab the best way to do it or is it better to just run uh i don't know i don't know where she lives in relation to where their office is but wow i i feel like with traffic as bad as it is <laughs> why are they risking it by taking a cab
2: this is not a problem at all they get there in no time flat like i thought this was gonna be a story point it is not they just get there on time nope. it's cool
1: no they get there in plenty yeah. of time because they uh because Jeannie is outside with a with a cup of coffee ready for Michelle. they get inside and yeah, they do kind of they do kind of slam her a little bit because of her uh, emotions. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. she had a real connection with this person that she was seeing and when they were intimate, it was something important to her and her friends just proceed to make fun of her for it. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, she didn't realize which, that the man wasn't as into her as he, she was to him, which is hilarious um it was all setting this is all setting up the plot of this movie because the whole plot movie is gonna be making fun of this girl <laughs> yeah. which is like i would not be able to work there anymore <laughs> like if this, if this meeting happened to me and like josh like, like like josh told a story of my life that i told him five minutes earlier and we went to a meeting and like hey i'm gonna write an article about how stupid skinner is and i had to sit there <laughs> while everyone was like cool 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 i'm like <laughs> leaving the country
1: so we do need to talk about that so uh they get into their meeting uh with uh lana jang uh who is their editor i'm assuming played by bb Newirth. um just say from oh, cheers please just once <laughs> and uh she is they set her up immediately as being this uh, "Quote unique person," um, because she wants them to <laughs> take their shoes off and to have yeah. a good deep breath before they begin the meeting. Um, mm-hmm. They're sitting. They're setting okay, her up family. as this eccentric.
2: Yeah, the, the, the people are her family, but she's uh, going to treat them yes. like shit.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. is what you do with family. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's nothing worse than than calling the people you work with your family. <laughs> I. Ugh. I worked Ugh, with people for 15 that.
1: years. They were not my <laughs> I would family. never work with my family. So, yeah. she's going around the room asking people what uh, their next article is going to be and this is when Andy uh brings up again that hey, I've got this article about uh, bringing peace to Tajikistan, like this is really this is going to do something big. It'll win us the <laughs> Pulitzer. Uh like we're going <laughs> to we're going to save uh, you know, thousands of people's lives if we publish this article and And
0: print media as we know
1: it (laughs) and print media and uh and uh is like no (laughs) we're good um she only (laughs) wants her to write the how-to articles she says when you make your article a must read uh or your column a must read then maybe you can do something different so basically she's saying uh, you gotta you gotta sing for your supper essentially like make your article important and make people want to read it. And then maybe I'll let you do something different. Um, Which is,
0: uh I mean, the thing I think we're learning here is that Andy clearly does not know her audience. So she is a bad journalist. (laughs) Like I'm sure, you know, her articles might be fine, but the fact that she would even entertain, the notion of writing something like she went this and
2: wrote for it the- like it exists <laughs> like <she's
0: not laughs> yeah, thinking exactly.
2: about it. she did it and submitted it for a composure magazine <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and then being like shocked and disappointed that her editor would be like no this is like our magazine is for fashion and sex and you Bo- know, whatever fluffy botox
2: stuff. which also 2003 very mm-hmm. funny
0: oh yeah <laughs>
1: well it feels I, like yeah. it feels like a uh in a film about a kid who worked at like the school newspaper and it's, it's this, this person thinking that what they're writing is extremely important journalism and it's going to do like really big. And it's like, no, we just want to know like when we're going to get new vending machines. Like we don't care (laughs) about any of this other stuff. Like, yeah, she does not, she does not get who is reading this magazine. Like that they even want this. Why not? I mean, maybe she maybe there's like a, a clause in her contract or something where she can't do this. But why couldn't she pitch that article to a a different magazine? Like pitch it to the New Yorker right. or pitch it to something else where they the might president. be interested.
0: <laughs> Foreign policy, the secretary of the state.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is important <laughs>
1: shit. Yeah, here's here's my article that can bring peace to this country. Uh, you might want to <laughs> use it. Uh, make it into policy. <laughs>
2: It's like it's it shows it less to me and I'm sure th- that's not what the movie means and I'm not I'm an idiot so don't target anything at me but like it seems less to me that it's about what a shitty boss she is than the naivety of her thinking I can just do this. Yeah.
1: Y- yeah, that's a good Agreed. point.
2: <laughs> like she just comes off as a goof but you know she she's not perfect. She did fall earlier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Ass so this is when kettle. we get to this is when we get to the sort of the the crux of the film. This is where everything is sort of set up, and and we understand where the the film is going. Um, uh, Michelle doesn't have an article ready because she had a really bad week, and she says, "Hey, um, I th- you know I broke up with a guy." Oh, well, actually, she doesn't say it, Genie. Uh, basically doxes her and says eh, she got dumped or um yeah. and it's like oh okay great um thank you for explaining that in front of this room full of people uh and and uh, and and Lena wants Michelle to write about her failed relationship which Michelle is understandably nonplussed about
0: well she takes a moment uh Lena takes a moment to be like oh and then, like, the rest of the group is, aww, but it it's so, like, manufactured that it seems very disingenuine for them to, uh, you know, provide this sympathy with her. And then she immediately, like, cuts off the aww and is like, okay, write about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, she wants her to to write this article and kind of expose all of this impersonal stuff. And she is uh, doesn't want to do it. And so... Uh, uh Lena immediately assigns it to another writer and says, hey, uh, who wants to use her? <laughs> who wants to use her sad life as fodder <laughs> for a story in this magazine? Another writer says, oh, well, I'll do it. And uh, and Michelle's like, no, 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 I, I don't want that. Uh, and then uh, Andy immediately jumps in and is like, well, I'll do it then. And that's roughly where our 11 minutes and 33 seconds uh, ends. Um, but it essentially is setting up what is going to happen in the rest of the film. She is going to essentially use uh, the ways that Michelle ends up ending relationships, the things that she does to. I'm assuming because I don't remember it, but uh, see how long it takes her to lose a guy, basically by doing these things. She isn't that roughly what happens? I think like she in about, uses in about
2: ten dates or so.
1: Yes. What a
2: what a goddamn mean thing to do! Like I'm going to (laughs) prove I can lose a guy quickly by doing the worst things that women do, aka, hey my friend, what you do in front? Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, I'm not pitching this in front of a few people. Just every writer that you work with, (laughs) and it's going to be in the fastest growing magazine in the world. By the way, I'll pitch in on your GoFundMe for your therapy bills. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but hilarious This is oh yeah
0: <laughs> another part of, um we skipped over is the um uh lena's character lena tells um oh what is it michelle is the one who broke up yeah, yeah. she's like well you look good and michelle's like sniffles and she's like well thanks i mean i haven't eaten since tuesday oh yeah <laughs> oh, <laughs> and God. lena's like good <laughs> it's like
2: oh and that turns into talking about how great our main character looks
0: oh (laughs) yeah yeah oh
2: they didn't get to a next game in this whole 10 minutes it's
0: fun to be a woman
2: (laughs) (laughs) boy sure is yeah you guys got a grade (laughs) very jealous right now (laughs)
1: um i uh and that and that yeah like that's basically where uh where it roughly ends um we know that uh we don't get we don't get anything else with ben before our our time is up so we can only speculate about whether or not he's <laughs> going to get to do this diamond pitch or whatever it is uh, <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know what's but wasn't 2003 like a really dicey time for for diamonds <laughs> sure there was was, a lot yeah. of blood diamond stuff it going sure on back was. then and i don't know it seems weird we got to get the diamond business <laughs>
2: People are always going to get engaged, man. Blood diamonds are not, and people are always going to buy magazines. It's never going to die. That's true. Just it's on it's on an upward slope, fastest growing.
1: Uh, well, do we want to since-
2: spoil like? The the whole crux of the movie is only half told to us. I've read the Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, are we spoiling? If we talk about what the movie's about that's not in our ten minutes, are we spoiling it for? Hey, spoilers! There's nine more episodes, and other people uh, doing this. Are we are we stomping on their ground? What's going on? Yeah, there? I
1: mean, I th- I think we should leave it a little a little vague um i was going to i because you hadn't seen the movie i was going to ask you to speculate no i about... read the Wikipedia,
2: which is the same as <laughs> but looking then you at ruined it that's right wikipedia ruins every podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> um uh, this was early 2003 and i'm trying to remember kind of where we were with rom-coms at that time like i don't remember Mm. i don't remember much about them i know i saw quite a few i was in high school and i I was dating Uh someone so inevitably i did see quite a few (laughs) rom-coms so young look at this baby but wait we we are like only a couple years different
0: i was not in high school in 2003
1: you had just graduated i
0: was
1: i was was well out of
2: college
0: i turned 20 yeah I turned 20 in
2: 2003. 9/11, to, 9/11 had happened, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. we were we are all the same age then. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was trying to remember what sort of romantic comedies were out around that time or if there was any sort of like un un uh, unintentional theming um at that point. So let's I'm looking at a list of a few romantic comedies that came out in uh 2003 um this uh list will surprise you by what's included what is this is um, like
2: clickbait <laughs>
1: <laughs> buzzfeed podcast uh so we have uh obviously how to lose a guy in 10 days we have something's got to give with uh jack nicholson and diane keaton which is a is a romantic comedy that's that skews a little older has an older cast in it um love actually uh just married uh, down with love. We have the intolerable cruelty with uh, George Clooney and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, well,
0: down with love. That's funny because actually, I did think about um, given Andy and Benji's like separate work places, it did remind me of like a Rock Hudson, Doris Day kind of movie. Yes, like I mean, Tom Lennon is basically Tony Randall in <laughs> in that scene. Like he's just like you know that kind of sort of like uptight, little effeminate, um kind of like sidekick or whatever. Uh yeah, so down with love, because that's like a, just a straight up, you know, parody of Rock Hudson and Doris Day movies. That's interesting because yeah, this movie feels a lot like that.
1: Uh we've also got um we've got Gili, uh roman- that Oof. that great romantic comedy. Uh Lost in Translation, um <laughs> The Room uh <laughs> really just, apparently yeah you good good path you're on here good trajectory <laughs> um <laughs>
0: that rom-com
1: legally blonde 2 came out the same year uh and agent cody banks apparently is also listed as a romantic <laughs> comedy
0: perfect you know who
2: doesn't remember Agent cody banks the star of that movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there there were I, I don't know a lot of these, so it's hard for me to say like if there was some sort of interesting theme Please, that was the,
2: happening. Spend the next twenty minutes comparing, and contrasting this movie with Agent Cody
1: Banks. Go <laughs> again. That was just some random list. So oh, who's sure to say it if it's <laughs> if it's right? Um, Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> not me.
0: Wow, a lot of those movies I did not know were that old already. Like, something's got to give.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, Diane Keaton, it seems like she's been the same age for 20 years now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I and I think Jack Nicholson stopped aging around yeah. 2003, too. <laughs> yeah, he's so. the same now. He's never been.
0: <laughs> hmm. Please,
1: don't. Did you guys know this was based on a book? They usually are.
0: This this was yeah I didn't
1: know that the
2: Wikipedia said so
1: I read it earlier <laughs> um uh, yeah so let's see if I I wanted to see if if uh, our our director here has done anything else in this same genre which I think he has I um, want to point out the screenwriter <laughs> co-wrote uh,
2: 102 Dalmatians which Josh and I talked about extensively before
1: recording
0: oh is that where that came from <laughs> yep. yes okay.
1: Uh, yeah, gotcha, our, gotcha. our director, Douglas Petrie, worked on uh, *Miscongeniality* in 2000, which is not really a rom-com, but there's elements of that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked on <laughs> He worked on Welcome to Mooseport, which made Gene Hackman quit acting. So that's something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he's directed a lot of TV. Uh, and, he, and, and speaking of TV, he made a TV version of... Of Turner and Hooch in 1990, so wow, yes, that
2: must that would probably be a really really great show. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to one thing Aaron said earlier, really earlier about this the opening being very like a Hallmark movie today. I think it's mm. funny like how TV romance movies now are kind of shifting like they've caught up to 2003. Yeah, it's, we're, they're not quite in our decade yet. But they're getting there.
0: Yeah, I will say, I mean, I do remember watching this movie. And again, I feel like I have seen it multiple times. Because if it was, like, on in a hotel room, <laughs> I was definitely watching it. Um, it's Kate Hudson is actually, I think she's, like, a very watchable actress. Like, she is very entertaining to watch. Like, she's... Has great facial expressions. Um, She's like pretty good at physical comedy. She's like, I mean, she's like her mom in that way. I just think she's like a really engaging person. She's a a legit Um, star. Yeah. So I don't like, you know, I don't hate this movie. And I will say at the end-ish, there's a scene where there's some, they attend some function. um, Some advertising function or something. And she wears this butter yellow dress and oof, it is hard for a blonde to pull off a butter yellow dress, but she does it. So
1: I think is that the dress from, that's on from
0: my mouth to your ears. That's what I'm saying.
1: Is that the dress that's on the uh, cover the the oh, poster the art? Color, she's wearing see. this. She's wearing this very buttery yellow be. dress. Yes, it
0: is. Well, they knew that she wore the heck out of that dress. Well, and also so.
1: that's a crazy image because she's blonde with this yellow dress on against a yellow background. <laughs> yeah. And that's another in the long line of uh, movie posters where Matthew McConaughey is leaning on things.
2: Man, <laughs> does not like to stand up straight. But well, who, who does? <laughs> I mean, he he's earned it. He can just lean
1: I, at this point in his career. I think that might be like a, a romantic comedy poster trope too. Is just them leaning back to back against each other. Oh, yeah, I think
2: like that, this movie poster yeah. is
1: just it's it's perfect for what it is. Yeah, it tells
2: you everything you want to know. Here's two megastar attractive leads. They're gonna have a rom com. Looking them back to back, they're probably giving each other side eye with smirks. You know, it's got everything <laughs> you want.
0: You know it. You know they are. Well, it's also like when you're leaning against the back of another person. Are you in a rom com or are you in a buddy cop movie? <laughs> oh,
1: Either one. God. You're just gonna you're saying, now? oh,
0: you. So you really widen that audience. I don't remember much about this alone. movie.
1: Maybe it turns into a buddy cop film about halfway through. They have. <laughs>
0: He's already got the motorcycle. How to arrest
1: so. a criminal in ten dates. <laughs> 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 she wants to write this article to flush out a serial killer and, <laughs> in and, and Bibi Newer, it's like no
0: bb newworth's in it the whole time, the whole time. Oh, yeah what if Bibi she's Norris, revealed as the
1: murderer what if
2: she's revealed as the actual dictator of Tajikistan? and that's why she's trying oh. to keep this this piece of literature <laughs> to save this country this country from war out of the out of the public eye yeah. she's this is
0: it also explains why she's so cruel that she would make someone you know write an awful article instead and,
2: and all about, of a sudden
0: about her best friends oh, you know sad life
2: also that article is making me think of the cookbook from lady in the water <laughs> the book that,
0: that oh yeah that my
2: child of mine was going to write in the future that he's been killed for cuz it will Change society and and have world peace.
0: <laughs> um, I love how much faith they have in literature. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, like that's really heartwarming. Really sure, the people like, the world was going to be changed by magazine articles. Instead, we were going to watch YouTube personalities box each other. <laughs> we went down a bad hole.
1: <laughs> Um, But I I guess that's a a decent enough place to uh, to wrap up this inaugural episode of how to lose a guy in 10 episodes. Um, If you are a guy and you're listening now, uh, stick around until episode 10 to see if we lose you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But I guess we should wrap up with plugs uh aaron do you have anything mm-hmm. to plug or where would you like uh people to find you on the internet if you wish to be found
0: so um i do have a podcast that's been on hiatus for about a year um but i have back episodes if you're interested it's uh called ladies who library and you can find us wherever you find podcasts um or at ladieslibrary.com But since I'm not currently making new episodes right now, I will just encourage you to visit your own public library.
1: Awesome. Yes, Uh, you should definitely (laughs) do that. Um, They're better than you remember. (laughs) They are a very important place. Uh, Thank you. Brian Skinner, (laughs) do you have anything to plug that doesn't involve me? No, I don't. You just do our plugs for me. You're the host. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, Skinner and I have a podcast podcast. Uh, together, Which it's called. Ironically,
2: watch the first ten minutes of a fun movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this is the perfect thing for us to be on um, episode one of this. Uh, we co-host a show called PredictoCast. We watch the first ten minutes of a movie that we know nothing about. And then we try to predict what happens in the rest of the film. Uh, We have a lot of fun over there, and you should uh, check us out. You can find us wherever you get podcasts or at predictocast.com.
2: Also, we should, since this is a breakdown by a time frame or segment of something podcast, we should really, really uh, pimp out our show Butterfly Kisses is a podcast where Josh and I break down the hit song by crazy town butterfly line by line to figure out it's meaning.
1: Yeah. You should definitely listen to that show. It's a
2: really great show. (laughs) You'll learn so much and you will not hate the opening chords of that song so much by episode four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: I thought you were referring to that one song that's like become so famous as like a father daughter dance at every wedding. We
2: were, we were going to do a sequel with that one. 'Cause it's real yeah. creepy. It's a creepy, it's a very song. creepy song. It's a cre- it's very creepy. We d- we're sure we could pull it off and keep our sanity. And mind you, we did a crazy <laughs> town, town song for like forty five episodes.
0: Right. So your tolerance is pretty yeah. high.
1: Yeah, that I'm I'm gonna plug that too. Go listen to that creepy song, Butterfly Kisses. <laughs> Um, but uh until the next episode, I've been Josh, I've been Brian and I'm Aaron. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Bye everybody.
0: <laughs> bye